Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's recording. Welcome to Swedish Football Mafia, episode number. Hello. <laughs> I was I was hoping that they would think that it's one of your fucking schizo ones again when you do all the characters. I didn't like, do it. Like what? Jim Carrey. What do you mean? I that has never happened. Oh, oh okay. The, Illu- Illuminati. Yeah, you're we're both um, we're both ill. We say both. We don't even have to say the other guy's name. He's not. He's never here. Um, I'm MC Ebola, and this is uh, DJ Zika. Um, we're we're really, we're not we're not well. So um, this is brought to you by tonsillitis and some kind of sexually transmitted disease, which only men get when they celebrate their birthday. Happy birthday, man! Thank you. Blake. How old are you now? Twenty-two uh, something. Not Plus. Bra, bra size. What, how old are you? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Yes. All downhill from here, brother. Yep. Um, it's the age when you step into management from 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 playing, you know. So I'm just gonna kind of organize the pod now. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not gonna. You retired, but you'll miss the game. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be found drunk in a park. Um, talking of um, acting your age, Rob Roberto Martinez, <laughs> the Jason Derulo concert. <laughs> Pretty, he it, just did a press conference where he confirmed that it was him dancing. <laughs> How cool is that, man? Uh, but it's a strange thing. You think like, oh, but he's a man. He should be old. But, you know, Eddie Howe, Alex Neal, they're not old. They're younger than we are for crying out loud. So For crying out loud. When did you start getting... What did you do for your birthday? Uh, nothing special. I, I worked at Skavlan. Then we went out and had dinner and stuff like that. Who? Who went out and had dinner? Why didn't I get invited? Because it wasn't an invitation. I went home. And then I spoke to my friend. She was like, what do you do? I was like, no, I'm a bit hungry. I might. She was like, we're sitting over here. Come by. So we came by there, ate some food. I ate by myself because they were already eaten, so it wasn't wow, a dinner. happy birthday, man. But then we had a few bits. Did you sit in the corner? Yeah. Do you know what? Michael J. Fox, here's a bit of a link. He was filming Frighteners in Christchurch, and he used to order food, and he'd have a table that would just look to the wall and eat his dinner. But when people went up to him, he was really nice. So, let's have a look now into did, episode... Did, did, did he park that behaviour in uh, his son? Did he park in his son that behaviour? Park did park in his son? Parkinson's. Park? No, he, I don't think he was shaky back Did then. he park that behaviour into his son? 
Arkinson. Uh, we'll it's the same at... name as, as like what? Leave me alone! Your name can't be Dickinson. I mean, Dickinson. That's a really stupid name. I can't believe that people don't change that straight away. Dickinson. Dickinson. Yeah, I remember like in the late eighties or nineties something. There was a, a a man in England who actually had something to do with his son, and their surname was Dickinson. Uh, I couldn't really say anything, but it was hysterically funny. It was like Dickoff. Remember Paul Dickinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know his. That would have been funny if his dick would have been chopped off in like an accident or something. Dick Why off. would that be funny? Because the name, you know, comes to life. And that was his celebration, just pulls his trousers down. Everyone's like, it's dick off. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Or just he has like a small, like mini dildo inside whenever he scores. He takes it out <laughs> and he throws it away like a balloon or something. It's like, dick off. Yeah. Oh my God. That would have been a pretty good... Well, happy birthday, mate. You're acting yeah. your age. That's great. Um, Dicko, the football player who played for, like... Dicko. Yeah. Dicko, not Dicko. No, not Dicko. Dick, it was a... Uh, Dicko, the not, Portuguese guy. No, not him. I meant, like... I think it was a uh, Nigerian player who played for a red team in England, and his name was... Dicko. Yeah, something Dicko. Just D-I-C. A red team. What are you? Are you, t- like, eight years of age? No, but sometimes... Played for a red team, and they were, like... Uh, his name no, but he... Obscure player only played maybe some game, and I just remembered it because I thought it was funny, and then it was a red team. That's all I can remember. So just go through all the red teams, and we'll find him out. Okay, when, so... When you were a little boy... Yeah. Um, who was your favourite player? Was it Genoa or not? Yeah, but that, but that one, I wasn't that young. I was, like, 15 when I... Uh, when, when Ginola came through. But my favourite when I was what young... What your favourite player Gary from Lineker another team? When, from Maradona when I was okay. a kid. And, but then it was Zidane. Yeah. I've always had Zidane as my favourite player during... When I was... Ta- I've always... I always liked Zidane when he... Uh, if he wasn't a non-Spurs player. Maradona when I was a kid, of course. But the first one I kind of liked was Gary Lineker. I like Gascoigne. I don't mind Gascoigne. Of course, but Gascoigne, he's a Spurs player. I mean, not all the time. He played for Lazio, he played for Newcastle. Well, he's a legend, mate. It doesn't matter where he plays after that. It's like, I'll always like Bale. I have no, nothing against Bale. He did brilliantly for us. We've got a hundred million. I always all about him. you, isn't it? All about you. And it is all about you because Spurs are marching on. And the Spurs are marching on. Ba-dum, 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 let's, glory, let's, glory, talk them hard. Let's start Spurs. with your... Um, glory, glory, talk them hard, Spurs. Let's start with your... Uh, I think it's your team I'm not sure um, good win at Norwich a, 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 a game you could have lost you know you know, maybe maybe a year ago a couple ago, of years ago yeah. we would have lost that definitely yeah. but that's what I, I think when we were talking during the game uh, I just said that after the game that it, the, to be honest to be fairly honest if you watched all the teams this season I think it's really two teams that hasn't been bullied in their games and that's Tottenham and Leicester even City has had a couple of games at Spurs they got bullied against uh, Liverpool, they got bullied, mm. Arsenal against Southampton. I haven't seen one single game that I see that, oh, we got away with a win today. They were all over us. We shouldn't have... Maybe a draw turned to win against Watford would like, oh, good, but we didn't deserve to lose that game. I haven't seen any game this season that I feel like, you know what, we really should have lost that game. Even the ones we've lost. Yeah. Newcastle, bullshit game. United, bullshit game. So, no, so that feels good. You're up to third good. now, above Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal down to fourth, which is quite interesting. They were top. It's it's a really really bad form. They picked up really few points. Lost like ten games. So it's... yeah, I watched the game actually, and they just didn't have. I mean, Southampton parked <coughs> the bus. Let's be honest. They came and they played, you know, just one up front basically. But 
that's the that's the way teams it's a good play. Re- yeah. it's a good result for Southampton. It's a great, and 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 I and, and the goalkeeper had a great game. Forster, he's just come back four clean sheets. Yeah, um, he's so a good keeper. He's an excellent keeper. Yeah. He should be England number three probably. At he's the a moment. monster as yeah. well, big fella. Um, but Arsenal, you know, a couple of half chances had sixty odd percent, but sort of they just don't have that plan B. And I and I wonder, you know, I look at Liverpool. I mean. I watched Liverpool Leicester. I watched a bit of that as well. I mean, Liverpool looked very poor, and that's nothing against Leicester because Leicester, Leicester are great, and they yeah. probably scored the goal of the season. One well, of the goals, one-off. definitely. Uh, I would say that that it's a brilliant goal. It's funny how every week there comes a new goal of the season, and they're so different. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so different type of goals. I mean, it was two weeks ago it was Deli Ali, but this goal is just diff. It's just different kind of class. What I mean. about Liverpool? With that, with that, I mean, he let it bounce. Well, I, I think in the first instance, if M- you look Mignolet at it... kind of goes out and then, he, he, you well, know... I can understand Mignolet a little bit, but Lovren is a little bit late to that. I think he should at least give him some challenge on that. But he's he's thinking of covering. That's all he's thinking of. He's not thinking he's going to take a shot. Deluded. They don't think the players can do that in other teams. Liverpool were poor. Liverpool... I, did, I actually didn't see... I just saw the recap. I didn't see... I saw the Tottenham game, so... No, Liverpool were poor. Like, uh, very void of ideas, man. Like, um, and this whole Klopp idea of pressing and closing them down. I, I haven't seen anything like it. No, but the thing is, uh, first two, three games, it kind of worked a little bit. But it, it's just the material of players is not there. It's going to take a while for them to get into it. Uh, I think it's difficult to have that style of football to come in in the middle of a season. But what he has shown, unfortunately, and I don't want to... I love. I mean... Before Pochettino came to Spurs, my favourite man would have been Klopp because I like that kind of football. I think that's good for teams that are not going to you know, spend overly than anybody else. But he has shown that he's kind of a one-trick pony. He doesn't have any... If if he sees the squad, right? He sees the squad that I can't play this pressing game with these players. It, it's not working. For me, a really good manager should be able to change tactics. Mm-mm. Complete the t- and you know, like change his game. Like, like Ranieri, for instance, he's played differently at clubs, so you got to give him credit for that. I mean, he's been called Tinkerman before, whatever, but at least he changed. Guardiola did change his tiki taka from Barcelona to Bayern Munich. It got a bit different. He had inverted wingers, and he played with wingers. He kind of changed the formation, so he has the ability to change the style of play within your team. Klopp has not shown that at all. And if Liverpool supporters say, oh, this is just a transition season again, at least try to get us high. This season when everybody's doing bad, Champions League wasn't far away if they would have fucked up these games. And Europa League, they might miss that as well. Do you want to miss the Europa I think League? The, the, the thing is, they're on course to, to finish the lowest they've ever done in the Premier League. You know? Uh, 92 and, was it 2010, the lowest points this, at this stage. 32 points. I mean the tra- the thing for me that the I mean he's going to be obviously given until he gets the new team. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, it's not his fault. It's the Fenway group. I think they're out of their head, out of their depth. They have no idea what the fuck. They and they did. haven't got anyone in they, over the transfer. They window. have no idea how to run a football or a soccer club, as they say it. They, I mean, I've, I met the Liverpool fan the weekend who actually is number third on our fantasy uh, Premier League. And he's promised me that if he wins, he's going to send James to Orland to, kit, uh, to, to cut the grass or score on that. So Perfect. hope you will, mate. I think he was in the same impression as well that 
it's just it's just mishandling. The club has been mishandled. It's no other way to look at it. I'm I'm really sorry. Since they come in, it's no other way to look at it. the money they've spent. And you look at the squad. I look at the squad of playing that day. I couldn't see one star player there. I, well, not one single. I could say like no, 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 no. This player would you know walk into a team. Exactly. Not one single player. Not even close. Not no, even no. close. None of them is even close to making a, a, a big team. So and that then that's shocking. And then you're talking about, oh, we get so many fixtures. Well, if you spend 250 million plus, you should have had a batch of youngsters, maybe seven, eight of them, who's really up and coming good. Not like one of these all right players that they do have. But this shouldn't be a problem with the fixtures. They should be able to have a reserve squad that, it, that should be able to get playing time here and not be like, oh, we're bare to our bones. We've got to bring 16-year-olds in. It's, it's ludicrous with that amount of money. It's, 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 it's crazy. I same mean, thing with United. Exactly the same thing. They spend so much money and they get a few injuries. There's no one there. So they yeah. sell a lot of players and buy the same amount of players in. It's not even more players and not even more hot prospects. They haven't bought too many like 16, 17, 18-year-olds. Like in two, three years' time, they'll come, uh, come well. Arsenal seem to always do that. Uh, and Chelsea always do it but never give them the chance. But they do stack up 18-year-olds. Um, before we talk about Leicester, though, Liverpool um, uh, going to charge seventy-seven pounds for a ticket to a game. There's wow. a big, there's a big walkout. Um, Fuck, seventy-seven. Uh, seventy-seven pounds. pounds. That's organised this Saturday or when they play this weekend. They're going to walk out on seventy-seven minutes. And uh, someone wrote, "Ah, oh, well, it, it'll be okay because there'll be four 0 down. Everyone will walk out after thirty. But um, yeah, seventy-seven minutes and uh, seventy-seven pounds is." Fucking shitload of money, man. But every t- I think every fucking club in Premier League is too expensive for everybody. But the, the TV money's all gone up, so it shouldn't... They shouldn't. Yeah, you, that's you know. what you feel. It should, they should, like, you know, well, we get so much money from here, so maybe we should give some to the fans. But it's just business, man. That's I mean, the problem. It goes back to that whole Bayern Munich thing where they've got it for like 110 euros or something. You know, like, it's amazing. Yeah, the whole you know. season. Too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fuck. Um, uh, Talk about money. Yeah, no, we'll talk, we'll talk about... Um, uh, uh, let's talk about Leicester, just to quickly, right? Do you think they can do it? Like, they've got to start believing it, don't I, they? Mean, I mean, honestly, honestly, what they, they have played the best, uh, I would They're say. They're the highest... Every team that's been at top in February... Or, yeah, or has won. Yeah. Um, they... If they miss out on the top four, they'll be the highest points that ever, at this stage, has ever missed out on the top four. You know? But they've got City this weekend... I mean, what can happen? Okay, if they lose the City this weekend... they got Arsenal coming up Mares as well. gets stretched off, and then they play Arsenal, lose that game, Vardy gets stretched off, both miss end of the season. Yes, I think then it might be too much for that team. Mm. But at this moment, Mares and Vardy is probably the most lethal duo in England. At this moment. I couldn't believe Vardy's pace, man. Oh, he's just unbelievable, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd blame Sarko for the second goal, Liverpool. Um, but... I mean, they're just... He's just outstanding. But Mahrez is unbelievable. Yeah, He's yeah. unbelievable. But he won that ball playing it through to Vardy. Yeah, I mean... But and then, it came off a foul. He kind of got foul played on, you but know? But he just... He picks up the ball and he looks... He nutmegs people all the time, yeah, Mahrez. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just just on a whim. He just... As soon as he sees a, a couple of legs, he just slides into it, between it. Oh, wait, all right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Awkward. Okay. Awkward, yeah. Uh, what about Man City? Um, Pellegrini on his way out. Um, he's, he's, and called. Called early. Swedish Football Mafia, if we play, we'll just play a recording here of episode 94, which was last week. Before it was released, 
If you listen to this recording now, a deal fucky with one of the great world exclusives. Say something, you fucking idiot. You're supposed to say, I saw um, Guardiola's daughter. Was, yeah. yeah. Before everyone, no one else knew. But we wasn't. said that on the pod. Yeah, but it was released two days afterwards, so we didn't know. It was before. The pod went out before. Yes, everybody knows that was right. Yes, so that's... but we're playing the recording okay, okay. to prove it. All don't right, worry, right. don't worry. No, 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 let's do this. Absolute nomty. I'm going to bring the recording back again. Um, no, um, but... So I've heard some rumours there. What rumours have you heard? Guardiola's daughter actually signed into Manchester University in the recording. What does that mean? That probably she's going to be one of the clubs. I can't believe it's Manchester. It's probably City because we have connection with Barcelona. You know, the but this is and... still in January. We won't find out until February, will we? Well, I get my sources really, really juicy. <laughs> All right. There you go. World exclusive. Um, why did you do the weird voice? I didn't do a weird <laughs> <Okay>. voice. <laughs> um, City win. Pellegrini said he knew a month ago. I think everybody else knew apart from you. Um, but uh, but he's a class. He's a he's a he's a classy fellow. Oh, absolutely. He's such a classy fellow. He doesn't talk shit about any other manager. He doesn't you know want to draw into any of that. He just said as it is. I, I don't think it'd be difficult for him to get a new Premiership job. Who knows? He might end up at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? It's, but what about you know? What about if he goes on wins the League Cup? You know. Um, if, wins, he, if, if he wins, wins the League Cup, League Champions League, I mean, but I, that's what happened at Guardiola at Bayern, wasn't yeah, it? He yeah. took over from the. It guy. would be so fucking funny, yeah, if Guardiola's take over City. Same thing as Bayern. Four, he wins, four. and they win the lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean that would be amazing. That whatever he goes, Guardiola, he was always be compared to the one before, <laughs> and he's not as good then because Jeff Heinz did the treble. He has never been yeah. close. We to did that. four. He actually won four. He won the two leagues and the Champions League, and the, um, I think they won the Super Cup. I mean, I don't count those. But it's still a four. Like Guardiola has like eighteen titles, but half of them is Super Cup, uh, Spanish Super Cup. It's one game. I yeah, mean, Copa, I know it's a title, well, but you know the Copa del real... Rey. That's oh. an important. I mean, that, that's Ask a... Gary Neville. Yeah, Ask Gary no, Neville. About that, that competition is real. I'm talking about you know like their Charity Shield Cup. Okay. They have or the European Super Cup. Okay. I mean, it's one game between the Champions League winner and that even... Okay, World Club Cup, you can kind of title, but, you know, they should win it every time. Mm. But now maybe with the Chinese coming up with spending $55 billion on each player, that cup might be different in a Amazing, couple of years. Eh? Insane. And that Teixeira went today. Yeah. To, to Don Petrescu's after, team as well, Guangzhou, Shanghai. Yeah, but after Liverpool were sniffing. Yeah, and then said, no, it's not enough. And then the Chinese came and paid for it. Yeah. So they bought Teixeira, Ramirez, and uh, it was one more of big play for the same squad. I mean, it's just, they're spending money. <laughs> I mean, they're spending money. If this com- goes on, then yeah, they're going to be on par with a couple of leagues in a couple of years. How about the players going there? Are they giving up? No, I mean, no, I don't think so. I, I think... If they, I mean, like listen, comedians when they go and do cruise ships, you know, to me, I think it's giving up. I think going to MLS at this moment is kind of it because there's no ambition from MLS that that structure will cha- change. That structure will We've still be, got the salary cap. They got salary and, and cap, Cole, no relegation. You know, no Ashley promo- Cole has gone to LA yeah. Galaxy and he's on two thousand pounds a week. Well, because of it, but they know? only have three designated players in MLS, so that means the three players can have a much higher salary cap. Well, they got Gerard, the they got De Jong as well. They bought yeah. Nigel De Jong. But they bought one player that wasn't on the salary cap uh, 
as well. So, so they can have some players. Marquee buyers. Yeah, the, yeah. Mar- the marquee buyers can have more. So, so it's, it's the system is it's not really good to promote the league from one level to next. You kind of stagnate yourself by just having more key players, no promotion, no relegation. That means nobody's really willing to put money in. They have like a collective fund in MLS that they've helped buying players. The, I think that is kind of vacate. Not vacation, but that's giving up. Yeah, There's yeah. not much left to do now. But if you go to China... I mean, imagine for these Brazilian players, why would, like, Europe, I mean, he has never lived in England. He doesn't speak English. He doesn't speak Chinese either, but there's a lot of Brazilians there. He'll go there. They pay pay that much money for it. His salary is going to be great. He's going to be playing in stadiums where there's 60,000, 70,000 people cheering them on, and the league is getting bigger. I think you want to be part of a new big league. Mm -hmm. Why not? I think we are a bit Eurocentric here, that we think everything in Europe is best. But I remember the Japanese league being a bit like this as well. They but they never it. spent this much money. Never. No. no way. This is this is out of the ordinary. Ukraine and Russia have been doing it a couple of years now. And those leagues are getting much better. But I think for a Brazilian player, going to China might be more enticing going to Russia when you know that there's a lot of racial abuse and stuff like that. If you're a black player from Brazil, mm-hmm. I mean, China sounds pretty good. I mean, it's a new world and uh, economy is booming there. It's a bit different, but there'll be superstars in a weird way. And that might be fun. I mean, you know, everybody's not Euro- Europeans. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I suppose it's that thing of like, you know, when you're growing up on the streets of Rio de Janeiro, you don't think, oh, do you know what? Everton oh, would be great. Yeah, and you're you not. Know, like, <laughs> you know, who are you going to be today? Oh, I'll be, I'll be Beijing Rovers. But know? I think it's, 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 it's almost opposite. I think we who grew up here can do that. Like when we're seven, we can have a shirt of our favorite team. We can watch games. We can start dreaming like, oh, these leagues are the best. If you play in the streets, and you poor play in the streets of Brazil or Argentina, mm-hmm. Uruguay, or whatever, and you don't even know what's really going on. I just hear, heard your favorite players, like Maradona. He didn't play that much. It doesn't matter where he played. He's the big player for the national team. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think for them, it's not that you're... You've also got the Middle East as well. That seems to have yeah. you know, loads of cash as well. So. But it, I think it's, none has been parallel to what Chinese have done in this transfer window. It's quite extraordinary. I mean, the buyers are pretty... They had a bid for Oscar, 55, 57 million rejected yeah. by Chelsea. For Oscar, 57 million. I mean, he's, I mean, I'm not saying he's not worth it. I'm just saying that they have the financial power now. Maybe it like, just doesn't matter what... It's like football manager, isn't it, really? Yeah, but I mean, if you have that... I mean, I'm just saying that even the, the Middle Eastern club, they don't go... They can't pay 50-odd no. millions for a player. They can pay high wages for like somebody to loan or whatever... But they don't spend fifty million first on a player and then fifteen million more on his salary. That is a bit. That's a new. I, t- I tell you a really weird thing with sport and when money gets involved. It's not even football. This this is boxing, right? Yeah. I read this interview with Tyson Fury, who's the world heavyweight champion now, and he beat Klitschko. And he said he's had he's had a couple of offers to come out in a fight. One of them was in the Middle East, and it was a um, hundred and twenty people watching the fight no cameras no press nothing on a yacht him and Klitschko fighting and they each put in a million the 120 people guests and then they take the boxers take the money I mean that's fucking unbelievable man fucking so 120 million and he turned it down I'm like what he turned it down yeah of course you know well, well, well of course I don't know I mean, he's still probably affiliated to the boxing board, and so if he did that, he'd be banned. Oh, okay, but, okay, okay, okay. But what, what, a, you know, that's the kind of shit. I mean, imagine if they did that in football. They just started like, you can have a million, play this game, you know, who knows, could happen. 
Um, talking of um, weird things, a billion pounds were spent in the transfers. Mm. Uh, Stoke beat their club record. Um, Aston Villa, bottom of the league. Nothing. Nothing. Zero, man. The I fan, know they the went in. The fans are going berserk. Yeah, yeah. Berserk. Because that's giving up. They've yeah. all they've completely given up. Wow, I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, the loan, the loan window opens. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Next week, that's when Huddersfield will start flying but in. But... Isn't it shocking that... I mean, okay, they were way off the pace. It looks completely... Uh, that is not possible. But they're giving up and thinking, we're going to get relegated, trying not to lose too much money. That's what they're doing at the moment. Yeah. But that's not going to work, is it? Amazing, though. Zero. I mean, Zero. when you look at um, like Bournemouth and Norwich, well, a lot of teams 24, 18 million. I mean, not Newcastle. Uh, and what about this guy that they bought at Stoke? He bought him from... Um, Porto. Porto, yeah. Gianelli Mula. Yeah, I mean, he's come with a great reputation. He's been there and been really well. So... It's it's a good buy, but it's, it's kind of a, he's kind of a really popular player, football manager. It's pretty funny. A lot of people recognize that that name because he <laughs> always gets so good at the game. Uh, but he's like kind of this is the time for him to move probably to one of the bigger clubs. And Stoke has been doing. I think the transfer business has been really good the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're yeah. trying to every player they get in, they're trying to have that one level of quality higher than what they have. Which is, and especially attacking as well. And they've had a bad week as well. They won, they lost midweek as well. I mean, United. United actually scored a first half goal. Out of the cups and losing 3 0. Pretty dire week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Stoke, for, but you know, the, it would have been a plus to come to the final, uh, to Wembley, of course. But I mean, for them, it's still all about progressing more and more for every year. And I think they are doing that slowly. He's still doing a good job. Yeah, he's yeah. still doing a good job. Exactly. Bad week, though. Uh, talking of bad weeks, Gary Neville, let's discuss. Wow. 7-0. How hard did that backlash? I mean, we all knew that this was a strange gamble, but it has not turned out well, man. It has not turned out well. It's his mate, isn't it, from Salford? Uh, Yeah, our mate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, He's only there for the end of the season. Which is also extremely weird. Yes. Thing to do. Very weird, but I'm surprised he hasn't gone. 
Yeah, I mean... Or maybe he has in the last hour. I, I can understand from his point of view that it was wor- worth a shot, but now, in hindsight, it was obviously an extremely stupid decision that will, you know, this will follow him for a while. Yeah. Uh, he can't yeah. just jump into management straight away at the moment. Yeah. And even going back to punditry... It's going to still be a bit awkward. As it's well. going to be awkward when you say what you. I mean, that's what I've always thought about. Pundits. You know, isn't that funny when pundits, like ex-managers and stuff like that, they sit there, oh, they do this. You're like, you were shit, mate. Yeah. You were shit. <laughs> you could have fucking recognized a defender yeah, for yeah. five years, and you talk yeah. about fucking shoring up the defense, like Brendan Rodgers said about the Graham corners. Sooners, you bought that guy, yeah. Man. I mean, <laughs> the Graham Sooners sit a match of the day. Whenever he's there, well, yeah. he's not there anymore. But when he used to, it's on Sky Sports. Though. And he's Sky, yeah, yeah, he's Sky Sports now. And whenever he's sitting you thinking like but you were terrible you were the last manager of the Liverpool era to fuck him up yeah. I mean as a Liverpool supporter you must hate that guy yeah, because yeah. he they were the biggest team in England and then he came and fucked it up in three years not only him yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was shit I mean yeah. the players he bought so is he really in, can you take him are you, I can't take him seriously when I listen to him but the same thing with someone like Lawrenson uh, as a pundit he, oh, he's uh, him and not Burley but um, Merson uh, has said every game Spurs have been on prediction they're going to lose. He had twelve games in a low, row, twelve yeah. Spurs losing. Now they're going to lose. Now they're going to. And you know, it's just that's just bad punditry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just bad. It doesn't matter what team you support before. If you're going to be so coloured of your teams, what's the point of you being a pundit? Then you, I can go and watch your fans' TV. I mean, if I want to see all pundits saying Tottenham are the best, I'll go to Spurs TV. That's all it's all about. You go there and you get. You get happy because every player is great. Every player is a great mood. Great Spurs fans getting ahead of themselves. I mean, Leicester fans. Every time I speak to a Leicester fan, I've got a few mates that are that, and they're always like, "Do you know what? We're going to lose the next ten games." You know, they're 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 really scared. Tottenham must be. It's still ingrained in us that the, we, we haven't been this close, so that's the difference. But it's still ingrained in us that we always fuck up for the last thirty years, and we're used to it. And they almost rejoice, not to rejoice, but we like. Doesn't matter. It's gonna keep on. Yeah. So I think they're not that fragile. I mean, Spurs supporters not that fragile emotionally anymore because you know yeah. we're used to being like, "Oh, this could happen, man. This could happen," and then it fucking doesn't. So, but at the moment, I think everybody is just extremely happy that the club is progressing really well. Yeah, and but manage. but they are starting to believe, of course. I mean, with five points off Leicester. Well, not- if I was a, if I was a Valencia fan. All I know is I only need eight goals. That's all I need is eight goals against Barca <laughs> in the second leg. That was kind of funny that uh, Messi and Suarez both walked off with the match balls. You know, like they had one each. I mean, that, fuck <laughs> me. That is just, that's harsh, man. That and is, they, um, they, the, the new cat, they applauded. That. That's funny. They applauded the... Um, Cherishes, the loan from Real Madrid, Cherishes. Yeah, because he cost them the, uh, getting into That's it. brilliant. And then he moves the Valencia. That's good banter. And then they lose 7-0 and they're applauding him. A standing ovation he got, actually. It's brilliant. That's good. That, that, that's really harsh, but it's really good banter. That's yeah. great bantering. I wonder if... I, I haven't seen that very often, have you, where people get the match balls? That's quite amazing. The two may are, but how often does somebody score... Yeah, a hat-trick and a hat-trick. Yeah, yeah. how often does that happen? Yeah, it's amazing. I can't even remember... I can't even remember when that That's happened. That's a very good question. It's something we but, probably... no, but it has happened with two different teams, though. That they play each other and both score hat-tricks. That must mm, happen quite mm, a lot. Mm. What do they do then? Do they take a ball each? I think there's so many balls around that it's a match ball anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But it's not the same value if you know the same game somebody else got a match ball. It's not exclusive. No. But it's funny. It was just funny seeing them both. Do they save the balls? Um, I think someone... I mean, Messi would probably get... 
I don't know this, but has he saved forty balls? I mean, I mean, how many thirty hat tricks? How many he's got? Uh, I mean, Ronaldo's something like around thirty hat tricks. I think he's probably got enough money to have a room where the balls can go. I mean, if I was a footballer that big, I would have had like an, a room bigger than the house with just all the medals and shit. The ball, all the match shirts with the players and stuff like yeah. that. And then we turn eighty five. It's like and I met Figo, and he was great, yeah. and you know. I think I would uh, give them to charity. Oh, fuck off. So there we go. But I would definitely, after every game, yeah. after every game, the clothes you were wearing, you would definitely give it out to like auction charity for in the name of like your team. Auction teams. charity. But, I mean, you know, you auction it your, out and you give is it. Is that your DJ name, auction charity? But it's so um, easy to get fans on your... Like, if I was a footballer, I would have 20 tickets every game that I would get to an orphanage that will drive up to that away game or the home game. First of all, it's a nice thing to do, of course. There's a beautiful story about It's me. a good way to actually promote yourself and your club. I mean, I'm not trying... I mean, there's a back side of... Every time you're being generous to somebody, it's always this good feeling that it helps yourself or you get better, you feel yeah. better. And as a promotional thing, it's pretty good. Why don't you do that? You should have buses with orphans coming. And these guys would then support that team and then you got 20 fans bought up from Gecko. Yeah, but they're not going to go back and tell their family who they support, are they? They're orphans. Wow. Uh, Messi, there was that story about the little Afghan kid who uh, had yeah, yeah, yeah. Messi and he's going to meet him and stuff like that. So that's, that's an awesome story. Um, yeah. Talking of, uh, we've got some feedback. We met You met someone, a Liverpool fan, uh, who listens to the pod. And then Petrus, Petrus, Petrus. Petrus, yeah. Who supports uh, uh, Edibido. Um, he, he said, uh, thanks, brilliant podcast, apart from a deal, a deal he's a fuck. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about that. Um, but he talks about change the game and some of the rules um, um, that might be changing. Here we go, right? Kickoffs can now go backwards, right? Doesn't really. Players may in future be sent off before the match begins. Players injured by yellow card offence may be treated from the field. Okay, so you get pre-match red cards. Um, if a player goes off to change his boots, he can come straight back on. Um, grabbing opponents two players go off the field one tries to grab um, and, and if a player gets sent off during the kicks from the penalty shootout the other team does not also go down to 10 yeah I can understand that that's pretty that's pretty reasonable because in a way if it's 121st minute you're in a World Cup final and you have uh... Ten penalty, sh- uh, nine penalty shooters that are absolutely amazing at shooting a penalty, but you have a centre back yeah. who can't shoot penalty for shit. Then in the last second of the game, he'll just go and headbutt the referee and get yeah. sent off. Yeah. That means that when you've done all your ten penalties, you have to go back again, yeah. and you can take a first penalty shootout again. Yeah. So in that instant, it will actually be something positive. Like, just before the penalty kick, you just take a dick off and start like peeing on the referee. What, like, what do you do? What are you doing, dick off? Um... So change the game this week uh, is very serious. Punch so, the referee so you can get yeah. a better penalty. So change the game. If you punch the referee and get your dick off, um, it'll still be allowed in the penalty kicks. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. But thank you, Petrus, for that. Very kind of you to suggest the uh, dick off. Um, so let's have a look at. Let's have a quick look at the previews. <laughs> We're very, both very ill, very, very ill. Um, this weekend, some big games. The early game, uh, obviously huge, really. For the, that is unbelievably... If Leicester wins that game... Manchester City... If Leicester wins... You haven't told them who they're playing! Oh, everybody Man knows. City versus Leicester. If Leicester wins that game, 
they're going to win the league. They must be super favourites to win the league if they win that game. How much? They're three points clear now, aren't they? They're three points clear of City, five clear, points clear of Spurs and Arsenal. Okay. They still have to go to Arsenal, I think. Um, yeah, next week. Next week, yeah. Next week they got to go there, so it's it's it's, it's um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, now you're looking at you know there's four, three points, fourteen, City. 14 three points before City. Yeah, fourteen games to go. You know, it's, it's, it's even if they lose that one, they're still. I mean, they're, they're on well, point. Got, yeah, yeah on same point points. So, so they what Leicester's looking for is drawing City and Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll be happy with two draws because then they'll still be top of the league. Even if Spurs win their games, we'll still be one point behind them. So they just want to get these two fucking games out of the way. If they make it, I think they're going to really believe. They're going to think like... Then they'll they'll be favourites. If they draw both away games against City and Arsenal, they should be considered favourites for the title. Okay, this is what happens here. Leicester and Man City draw. Nil-nil. Tottenham win. 48. You're now three points then behind Leicester. Listen, I'm you'll be re- second because you'll be above the best City for, on goal the difference. The best things for us to happen this season is that Leicester is playing so well. Because we're kind of getting under the radar the entire time. There's no pressure on them, really. Because everybody talking, can Leicester do it? Can Leicester do it? And look at from day one. We slowly, slowly, one position on the league. We've been, so yeah. You said something about every, uh, you know, most neutrals will be either going Leicester or Tottenham. I don't think they'll be going Tottenham. They're all Leicester. Yeah, right? of course. Everybody no. wants I, I'm, I'm just saying, reg, uh, you know, just uh, the way you want to see it. I mean, the neutrals, there shouldn't be any discussion of that. Especially that West Ham is doing well as well. The neutral could like Southampton. I mean, not that much money and still up there. It's, it's pretty amazing. I, mean, I think still, every neutral go for Leicester, of course. There's but. still 42 points to go, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a long way to go. I mean, three of these teams come in Champions League. Who's in top four at the moment? Yeah, and United, you never know with them. They had a bad, such a bad spell, and still up there. So you know, they might come handy. I think Liverpool is. Uh, I think that's over. I think Liverpool's Champions League hopes are gone. I think it's gone. They won't do it because you, I can't see any change in their game that they'll win. You know, ten games on the trot. I don't see that happening, which is a tragedy. But yeah, okay. Let's have a look at the the fixtures then. Um... Well, uh, we have the early kick of Manchester City Leicester. Yeah, Villa huge. Norwich. Last chance. No, I think Villa gone. Well, if they yeah. win all the games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which but, they won't. Which but won't. they just haven't bought. They haven't, you know. Here's the thing Liverpool Sunderland. If they lose that game, is he under pressure? No, I think. I think he, it doesn't matter what happened. He'll no, have, I think okay. he's got till, the, till next season. Yeah. But I really, really think he's got a massive clear out. I'm yeah. talking like 10 players have to go out of there, man. Yeah, probably. You know. Probably something like that. You know, I mean. Most of the squad, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy, but that's what. If you want to play that football, so yeah. But Sam Allardyce had a good game last week, actually. So it's a little. That ship is sailing as well for for Big Sam. I mean, they had, they need to start picking up more wins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Newcastle and West Brom at home hasn't been. A bit, a bit dodgy. Who's going to get the winner there? Barinio, surely. Um, who's going to sign for? They put in twenty one million for him, didn't they? Who put in twenty one million for him? Newcastle. For Borini. Yeah. No, Berahino. Berahino. Oh, I said so Borini. I said Borini. Doesn't even play no. there. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Are you having a seizure, James? 
Uh, no, but they bought a lot of players in Newcastle. Yeah. They really want to stay up, and with the players they bought, they should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good signings. Uh, Swansea Palace. Swansea seem to be picking up. New manager, really, really picking up. They they got a late goal at West Brom. Um, and, and Crystal Palace seems to have imploded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think he does that. He does that a little bit. Does Pardew? <laughs> yeah, you know, Pardew has that effect. He does sort of start off. You Newcastle know. had like fourteen, fifteen games without kind of a win, and then he had like fourteen games with only win. Yeah, it's yeah, maybe. Back, you South, know. Southampton West Ham as well is the the late game, and then Tottenham Watford. It's a tricky one for Spurs. Yeah, that I would say has been the game that I felt that we might not have had the commanders all the other. If I had to pick one game, that I feel we were bullied mm. because of the fact that we were one man up on them the last twenty minutes, and still they created more than that. So I would say those half last half an hour at Watford is probably what we've been the most overplayed. I mean, we've under pressure the most. So, but this is a home, hopefully. But we haven't done better at home than away this season. We actually done better away this season. So, it's a tricky game. But Definitely. Southampton, West Ham, uh, Kuman uh, won Manager of the Month, Aguero Player of the Month. It's fair enough. Um, and nothing for Klopp or but, Ben Teke. But, <laughs> um, but Southampton and West Ham, if you look at the table, it's pretty interesting tie considering that. For the Europa League spots as well, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, if West Ham win that wins that game, they're really still in the shout for Champions League spot as well. So hopefully Southampton will win that. It'll be really tight for the uh, sixth and seventh place. But uh, that um, will probably lead lead to uh, Europa League because. Uh, also, Watford. Watford have had a great season. They're ninth. Yeah, I'll be very happy with that. Had four season. games, four losses in a row, but then yeah. they picked up again. Unless they start wobbling. I think I said that they were going to go down at one stage. I said they were going to go massive wobble. But... No, they've got a good team and a really good stride force. They've got a decent team. The man, Quicker Flores, I think he's a good manager as well. Yeah. Gomez has erupted from the dead. and He's back to his best form. Yeah, had a great game against yeah. them. <laughs> and Hitting used to manage him, I think. Yeah, PSV. PSV, yeah. yeah. He said, why did he have to do it against me, the fucker? He didn't say that. <laughs> I just no. added that. But um, Let's have a look at Sunday's games as well. Um... It's a, it must be Arsenal. Um, do you know what you're doing, mate? You just have to click it. There we go. Yeah, Arsenal at Bournemouth. Wouldn't be surprised if a phobie scores there against yeah. this old, old club. And then a game that you would have thought would be one of the most entertaining, most looked forward to Crazy, games. isn't it? You know? But Chelsea, Manchester United. You always instead, look at it like, ah, oh, it's going to be a boring fucking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, you're looking at Man City... Uh, Leicester thinking, you know, yeah. that that could decide the 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 top. But Chelsea United. So, what do you think next year? Do you think everything will be back to normal again? Uh, I too early, man. I don't know. I, I I mean, I I would never have said Chelsea win the league and then this. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, and they're not actually picking up that much form either. No, no, last no. week as well. I mean, no, it's, it's not. They haven't had that. I mean, in the beginning, when you say, hey, they come, people are like, you know what, they're way behind, but they can still make the Champions League. I don't think anybody's saying that at the moment. No, no, no. They, there's, no. It's just no way. Um, so that's a bit strange. But I um, I think United are, are, are starting to pick up a bit. Um, I mean, can you imagine if, like, Leicester wins, City comes second, Tottenham come third, Arsenal have to qualify for Champions League, <laughs> and Manchester, Liverpool, Chelsea miss up out on Europa League. I mean, it's just. A, I mean, can you even can you even fathom that? Nobody would have guessed that. 
No one would have guessed that. But I think then, I wrote it down. But... If you if you look at some other the started bad but went for Juventus now picked up thirteen straight wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're still trailing Napoli. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't stop uh, winning. And they're winning. Well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. went scored again. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, it must be fun to be a great Argentinian in Napoli. You know, carrying that Maradona yeah. mantle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so it, it's 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 a good league there as well because it, Juventus is such a good team. Uh, really fun to watch, and I love that Dybala. Oh, what a player, man! Oh, what a player, Dybala. Uh, you have if people haven't watched him play. I think he's a fucking great striker to watch. So it's just it's fun to watch him. It's movement. His first touch. It's it's, it's great. And it's also um, next week sees the Champions League come in. So. That's going to be interesting as well. You know, that people... I mean, I think Arsenal probably only got two games left, if I'm absolutely honest. I yeah. can't see them getting past Barcelona. I can't see anybody getting past Barcelona. They must no. be big favourites for the title, Champions League. I mean, big favourites. I can't see anybody really... You can see Bayern Munich. Maybe, yeah, maybe, but maybe. Barcelona still looks... Real Madrid, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's a cup. Anybody, yeah. It's just two games, so it can happen. But if you had to pick one... Team. Oh yeah, in, in in a tournament like that, it's quite amazing that you've got such a hot favorite. You know, yeah, because every year is so difficult because you know it's just it just takes five bad minutes and then you're out of the cup basically. You make one stupid mistake and then you might not recover from that. Um, so episode uh, ninety five, a nice little uh, moment there of brotherly love as Adil's brother came in, just gave him the finger, just the. He broke my phone last time. Broke the phone. That was a disgrace, but. Uh, Bice. Bice. That's, that's enough. That's enough. All right. Uh, episode 95. 1995 was the year the Bosman ruling came in. So massive year for massive football. Massive year for football. And Blackburn won the league. Yeah. How fucking weird is that? straight after that, Alan Shearer went to Newcastle. Yeah. Um, Jordan Rhodes actually went to Middlesbrough. Who was the captain for the Blackburn side that won? Was it Wilcox? Nope. Sherwood? Yes. Yes. Good one. That's good. That's okay. That's um, pretty good. It was don't know what the fuck's going on out there. Your brother's just been shot. So um, this has been episode 95. Next week... We, and we, we just have to say, we did forget with 94. We just had to put it in. Sweden won. Uh, Sweden came third. Did they? Ravelli saved that save. 94 have to have it put up. The Henkel Arsenal scored that brilliant goal in Bulgaria. Best year of football for Swedes, I think. Swedes... I think that was the year, definingly, where the year after that, that really football completely took over hockey. When we were like 1990, when we were 10, hockey was probably bigger than football mm. because we were so good at hockey and World Cups, won that, stuff like that. It was the joy of pe- people's sport was hockey. But then when that happened, it became a people's sport for everybody because all of a sudden we had some great achievement in football. So that's a great year for Swedish Football Mafia because without that, this pod might not be- exist. So thank you for listening to HFM. <laughs> No, not hockey football mafia. What the fuck? <laughs> it's HM. Yeah. So, yeah fuck, SFM. Yes. No, but Swedish hockey mafia, oh, okay, if okay. we were. But yeah, I yeah. said HSM. <laughs> HFM, like hockey football mafia. All and right. you had a complete... Seizure. <laughs> seizure. Um, we will be back to preview uh, the Champions League. Big, big ties as well. Whoa, PSG, Chelsea, it's all on. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Huddersfield uh, away at Preston. I saw them play there once. I think Preston had an artificial pitch and we drew, we might have lost or we drew nil-nil. We missed two penalties. Two penalties. Fucking unbelievable. Um, So, yeah, that was the year. 
the, the fancy football league, by the way, we're just going to add that the, 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 I'm at this player with third, and he had Åland and Skåne. So if you guys doesn't have anything better than that, don't win. Mm. Start changing your team to lose if it's if it's nearer than <laughs> James those two has places. to go to Norland Skåne or like Åland is fine as well because he have to take the boat over and have to wait for the next boat. He might have to tent there. You know that'd be great. He'd be in the wilderness. Let's get him. Let's get him over there. We might never see him again. I haven't seen him for years. Um, this has been episode ninety five. It's been a bloody pleasure as usual. Um, we'll see you next week. Enjoy your football. Put up, put up, pop, pop, pop. Continue. Oh, why did you do the br- 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 just one Jason Derulo Martinez? Is that just there? Yeah, press it. No, 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 stop. Yeah, that one. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.